0: Shazam is the sixth DC extended cinematic thing movie. But is this one a Captain Marvel or a Shasham? I'm Mike. Oh, and I'm Jack, and this is Pop School. This the Foul entertainment movie review podcast, and today we are coming at you far later than we intended with a review of a DC movie. I'm always Mike, and I'm always Darren. We, have, we keep coming
1: up with excuses. I don't think we had one other than very busy. <laughs> yeah. Eurovision, yeah. Am I
0: right? Eurovision happened. That was that was a, that was a great time. Last place. I haven't done that for a while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, literally like two years. I think and we had a good song last year. We were, what was it one from bottom? This year we're bottom. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't. We didn't have a good song. It was better. I mean, it was a pretty dross year for Eurovision. All things being told. Yeah, but know, it wasn't great. But... Yeah, but uh... you know the fucking, you know what? what, what would you, how would you describe them? Fucking gay Icelandic Ramstein. Yeah, that, that's what. That was the best thing this year. That was great. Very campy. Speaking of which,
1: Shazam. Hey, Segway. Uh, yeah, I I saw this movie a while ago,
0: My God. It may be a little hazy. You saw it when it came out. I saw it this afternoon. <laughs> I've been busy. I've been watching other things. A bit of a disparage there. Yes, um, we will hopefully
1: have more up-to-date reviews coming <laughs> in soon. Just as soon as I get ready to watching
0: Detective Pikachu and John Wick 3. Well, you know, we're pranching we're, we're out. We're now, <laughs> we're now getting ready to release our reviews on the DVD release. So that's fine. That's,
1: that's a point, that's Yay. a point. Um, the good news is, though... I mean I know we've all we've we've shit on the DC EU or whatever it's called this week many a time, but oh, in the Avengers Endgame review alone, I think yeah, we yeah, gave yeah. it a real rollerkin, it was great. I feel like this is the one I have the least to complain about. Yeah. Like I don't think it's as good as Wonder Woman. No, it's not an out and out, like, victory lap no. like
0: Wonder Woman is, but Admittedly
1: I haven't seen Aquaman.
0: Yeah, I weirdly haven't seen Aquaman as
1: well. <sighs> But it doesn't shit itself on the final act, so no. In fact, I'd say, I'd say it's probably one of the better DC final acts. I yeah, really, I really enjoyed it. Who knew? Again, <laughs> that the way forward for DC was not to pit Batman versus Superman in a dream match, but was to cast Chuck from <laughs> the TV series Chuck, Chuck. as um, as Big
0: the superhero movie. <laughs> yeah, who'd have thought? Weird fucking world. <laughs> Meanwhile, we give it the aesthetic of Jingle all the way towards the end. Yeah, it's, right. It's a weird film, but I kind of <gasps> I really do not even realise that. <laughs> oh my God, he's Turbo Man. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> yes. Oh my God, if he turned into
0: Arnold Schwarzenegger oh, when he became Shazam, that would have been... That would have been <laughs> phenomenal. But, you know... But instead, we get Zach Levy. Like. <laughs> Darren's still laughing about <laughs> the fact that it's jingled all the way. He it's even set Christmas at the end. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: <laughs> Oh, wow. Okay, okay. There's a lot to unpack here, ladies and gents. There is. Uh, Zachary Levy, hell of a choice. Yeah. I, a few people, including myself, are a bit like. I, I like Zachary Levy. I love Chuck. It's one of my favourite TV shows, possibly ever. I, the last few episodes kind of. Yeah. um, Isn't that the
0: case with most long-running series, though?
1: It is. I was hoping he was going to stick the landing, but it didn't. Um, But no, he's been great. And I think he's been underserved since. Mm. Uh, He's popped up in uh, The Marvelous Miss Maisel on Amazon. Oh, you're watching that? Yes,
0: yes, Oh, it's so good. Right?
1: It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be really good, but it's really well cast, really well acted. Amazon's coming back, man. Who'd have thought it? Have you been watching New Amsterdam? I've not. It's basically, Jesus Hospital. (laughs) (laughs) Just what I'm sold... Because you're, you operate on my level, right? And I'm trying to convince Rachel of this. I think the man in charge of New Amsterdam is meant to be an allegory for Jesus. right? Because he basically has, like, a team of disciples that follow him round. And he solves all problems. <laughs> it's basically like a Power Ranger movie. He solves everything Come by on. the end of the episode. What you're describing is house. Is it just house? I wouldn't even say it's house. Because he... He's not. To be fair, he has got something wrong with him. Yeah. He has got cancer, but right. Yeah, that's the thing. But like, there's no like doubt about it. It's so upbeat. Yeah. Like like a true Christian rock anthem. It's really up there, and everything's
0: fine and hunky dory. <laughs> if you realize that all I'm going to be able to hear whenever I boot up an episode is Jesus Hospital, <laughs> I'm convinced. The words. <laughs> it's a Jesus allegory.
1: Please message us if you think if you're on the same level that I am, or if you think I've gone crazy. I'm okay either way, but. Yeah, it's Jesus Hospital. Give it a watch. Um, Anyway, Zachary (laughs) Levi's in Marvelous Miss Maisel, uh, which is not Jesus Hospital. It is not Jesus Hospital, unfortunately, but he is in this, and he's really good. Yeah, fantastic choice. And I hope it leads to more better things than him being the second choice in an Alvin and the Chipmunks sequel. Yeah, when uh, one, My Name
0: Is Earl Guy didn't want to do it <laughs> they got him in when you're second to the My Name Is Earl Guy yeah the, the, the series that was yeah. only good for its first run and yeah. then fell off the wagon so hard it's not great for you but no I didn't watch Chuck I did watch My Name Is Earl that's weird isn't yeah,
1: it give Chuck a, a watch hopefully it's held up I was it was, happened when I was like 15, 16 so I maybe a bit fogging that mm. one but it is very good um, yeah he's really funny in this yeah um Almost to a fault. You think? Just because... Um, I will give props to the actor who plays normal Billy Batson. Asher Angel. Asher Angel. Great, Great f- name. Hell of a name. Yeah.
0: Bit of a bit of a porn star name, but okay. A tad. I think he does a good job. I think yes. it's believable. I think, weirdly enough, Asher Angel... Because we're talking about two people who say this, play the same character. Yes. I think, weirdly enough, Zach Levi's better at the comedy bits. Although he's kind of intended to be. Yeah. And... To begin with, you're kind of... You're given the rambunctious Billy Batson as like a troublemaking team. Yeah. Which doesn't work. He's way better when later on in the movie there's a bit more emotional beats going on. I can actually see this guy getting a lot more work once he's a bit more refined. I think
1: my problem... My only real problem with the movie is that I don't feel they're playing the same person. Right. Because when he becomes Zachary Levy, he just becomes this like really... And it's not like he's saying, oh, he's got these powers so he feels like being more outgoing. Mm. It's like, that kid doesn't have that sense of humour. No. That kid's not all like, wacky, look what I'm doing, ha ha ha. And then he goes back to being Billy Batson and he's like, normal. Uh, I I think that kind of disparity between the two is only the real, the real flaw of this movie, I think.
0: It would have made it a better movie if that kind of, the whole finding yourself and coming out of your shell was baked into the movie more. Yes. But yeah. it kind of isn't. That isn't the story they're going no. for here. They do go for quite an interesting and at-point heartfelt story. Yeah, they do. But you're right. There is a bit of a disparity between <laughs> well, the two. On the one side, it's like a really, like, not gritty, it's
1: it's a kid's movie. Yeah. But, like, you know, he's dealing with being a step kid and he's trying to find his parents and there's this one really good scene where he accomplishes that goal yeah. it, to some extent. Uh, but then it's also about the seven deadly sins in Havity Mark Strong's eye, yeah. Um, and then a wizard can unironically names just that. That it's just there's a lot of different weird tones. So yeah. I, I think the director and the writer really need a lot of appraise here for just making it work as well as it does. Yeah,
0: because it is the, for the first what 10, 15 minutes you're not even introduced to the main character. Yeah, which is an interesting choice. And it is again you've you've got the. The, the problem of it not feeling cohesive in terms of the main character. My problem is I actually think the movie runs a little bit too long and I'm not sure whether that's because it's trying to deal with too much all in one go. Yes. They
1: are trying to establish a lot of this world in one go. Mm. And there's one bit particularly at the end I felt they really could have maybe done with holding off until the sequel.
0: Yeah, I think I think um, I know what
1: you're in a bit. But um, yeah, I think, I think the biggest praise I can give it it feels like the superhero movie '80s era Spielberg would have made. Yeah, it's yeah. like that—that that kind of mix between yes, you're dealing with kids for most of the time, but there's real gravitas in their story, and it's not just you know kids doing wacky things. They're dealing with real issues that kids would go through. And and if I was a kid watching this movie, I think this might be my favorite superhero movie.
0: Yeah, it was. It's definitely aimed at a more a, a more younger audience, yeah. and that's. You know that's not to a fault. That is no. That's a smart thing to do. It's it's th- it's thinking like Disney does and appealing to all quadrants at all times. And the
1: one character to do that with is the story of the small boy who can become basically, pen shop Superman. Yeah. That's pretty a pretty smart move though on DC's part. I'm glad they didn't try and make it gritty. Yeah. We did need they didn't. angst this movie.
0: Who directed this film? Because they did a really good job. Uh, David F. Sandberg. What else has he done? Uh, Annabelle creation, The Conjuring, Lights Out. Okay, they got the guy who did The Conjuring to do this. I mean, interesting choice. Really interesting choice. You know what? It worked out. Yeah, I think it did. He's only done three films. He's only done Lights Out, Annabelle creation, and Shazam. Well, That's remember
1: it. we found that the guy who did Kong was like all he done was like stand-up Netflix specials. Yeah. And then they gave him Kong. Yeah. So, like, it's they, they're taking... Based, based on the
0: people. idea that they were at some point going to make him fight Godzilla. Yes. And they trusted the guy who'd only done, like, fucking it was Aziz like, Ansari. Y- yeah, like. exactly like, that. It's, it's so it's, stupid.
1: Oh, we live in a strange, strange world. Oh. Um, but, yeah, I think I think the real MVP that's been uncovered in this one is um, Billy Batson's friend. Ah,
0: um... Slash Stepbrother? Yeah, oh, what's his name? Freddie Freeman? Freddie Freeman, played by... Played by Jack Dylan Grazer. Yeah, he did a really good job. He has to hold his own against not only an actor, his own and roughly the same age, yeah. or at least same screen age. Yeah. But also Zach Levi, who... Yeah. It's <laughs> just, just occurred to me, he does look a bit plasticky. And I'm not sure whether that's intentional. He does, actually, yeah. He's kind yeah. of got that, like, action
1: man hair going mm. on, hasn't he? Where it doesn't look like hair, mm. it looks like plastic. No, I hadn't figured that out. Maybe that was by design. Hmm. Good choice. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's a very silly costume. Yeah. But it pulls off pretty well and I'm glad they kept the cape. Yes. The cape is all. Um, He does a really good job and I think he actually helps the comedy when it's normal Billy Batson. Mm. He's he's the one that's getting the laughs when he's
0: small. Yeah. And then both of them are sharing that when he becomes Zachary Levy. Although it does kind of feel like you said, thinking about it now, thinking about how we've said that Shazam and Billy Batson do feel like two different characters. Yeah. It almost feels like Shazam is what Freddy would be if he were a hero. Yeah,
1: that way around it makes sense. Mm. Which was kind of the problem. And I, this thing, I think they both did good jobs, but it just they don't seem cohesive. It doesn't yeah. ruin the movie in any way, shape, or form. But at no point did I think, oh yeah, that's clearly Billy Batson having the same reaction as that Billy version of Billy Batson would yeah. have to this stimuli. Mm. Um, I think the the rest of the supporting cast do a good job mm. in quite small roles. Yeah. You were spending the vast majority of your time, the vast majority of your time <laughs> with uh, Billy Batson and Freddie Freeman. Um, but I, I think they all do okay. Some of the step kids are very obviously child actors yeah of but they, the, one of
0: them's adorable what's, yes, what's her name she is. um the one who plays darla
1: oh god it throws up a problem later on in the movie
0: faith herman
1: yeah. yeah oh god there's a problem later on which we'll get to in a second yeah But oh boy um it yeah they 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 do well some of them are better than others like you said but mm. um they did fine i like it i like his step parents
0: yeah, who, who plays that? Martin Milans and Jovan Armand as uh, Rosa and Pedro. Yeah, they were. No, not Rosa and Pedro. Rosa and Victor, and it's Cooper Andrews. I was going to say Armand. yeah. Um, they do a really nice job. I thought of um,
1: you know, because they, they're trying to provide this, and they're trying to figure out what's wrong with Billy why he keeps running away and mm-hmm. stuff,
0: and it just highlights a lot of fears that people who have step kids. Are going to be feeling that first scene when Billy steps into the house that all the foster kids are at. Yeah, it does. It it, it almost by design feels like a set of jigsaw pieces that haven't come together. Yeah. the house is a bit of a shit tip. It's all decorated differently in different rooms, yeah, yeah. and you're interested. You're interested. You're introduced to these characters in far different tones. Yeah, uh, you spend a lot of time with Dala. She's the sweet little girl who's happy that she's gonna. Then you've got the slightly older child who's dealing with their own life and, you know, then you get the the Fortnite gamer kid. Yeah. And then the shy fucking brick shit house of a lad. And it's like, yeah, this does feel like a higgledy piggledy mess, but nothing that doesn't feel like it can come together. And when when that plot line pays off towards the end of the film, it's quite sweet. It works out very well. It does work really well. I liked it. Um, I I think, yeah...
1: Mark Strong, on the other hand.
0: Now, bearing in mind, I think he spend probably the most amount of time in the first half of the movie with Mark Strong's character. Not always played by Mark Strong. But no, but definitely... He's know. the first. Yeah, he's the first character we've seen in the movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, he gets the entirety of the opening scene before we've even met Billy Batson, before the title card. If he didn't get like four more, four times
1: the screen time that Steppenwolf got in the Justice League movie, I'd be surprised. Because you were spending so much time with him. And I really like Mark Strong. <laughs> I do like
0: Mark Strong as well. But this... I don't think I like him as a villain. Now, he was the villain in the first Kick-Ass, where I think he was fucking incredible. Oh, okay. I'll tell you that back. He was very good in Kick-Ass. But
1: I mean, Sinestro. This is mm. even his second attempt to at being a DC villain. Yeah. Ain't no one remembers Sinestro. Um, the first show like Holmes movie... Oh, I didn't uh, mind that. that of, what's something I'm thinking of where I really don't like him, where he's really
0: boring? I mean, oh, that could describe no. a lot of films that Mark Strong's what actually been in. What
1: Mark Strong done where he's a boring he
0: in, villain? Uh, he was Merlin in Kingsman, but that's not yeah, a villain.
1: That's what, I really like him in Kingsman. He's my favourite character. In, well, was. My favourite character <laughs> in the Kingsman movies.
0: Um, but sometimes it's just... It's, I, oh, no, he wasn't. I was, I was looking, he was in Robin Hood, but that's not the one I think I'm thinking of. No. He was in Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. I not that. He was, oh, fucking hell. Okay. Mark Strong, take a day off. What was 2014? Grimsby, Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, fuck it, who cares? Anyway, um, I just think this is one of his
1: less... He does fine, I guess, but it's a very cutty, cookie cutter villain. Yeah. It's Coisilius from Doctor Strange.
0: Yeah, but to be fair... Technical mumbo-jumbo spells. It was. But weirdly enough, I think at least the gimmick of the Seven Deadly... The literal personifications of the Seven Deadly Sins inhabit him. And he can sort of like direct... I kind of like that. The monster design was boring as shit. Like, that wasn't interesting at all. Different
1: shaped brown goo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Scaly
0: monsters, one of them... Looks like a big toothy vagina. Not sure what that's yeah. about. That was I a mean, bit you... much
1: for a kid's movie. Yeah. That doesn't terrify me, but I suppose that's the
0: point. But yeah, I, it wasn't the worst DC villain we've had because Lex Luthor still exists. He does. And that was fucking just the worst yeah. thing. But like, but, I mean... but this guy wasn't really that interesting. And, to, and when you give that much time to that character at the beginning and you set him up as, you know, he's got a dickhead dad. He's got a dickhead brother. Yeah. It's, they work for a nondescript company that gets introduced far later into the movie just so we can have people thrown out of a building. Right? It feels all quite trite, and I'm not sure whether it works 100% of the time. Now, when they play up
1: for comedy reasons, that he's like this very self-serious enemy and Shazam isn't, mm. like the bit where he's monologuing... I but fucking love that bit. Shazami's too far away to hear. It's like, him. You're
0: like a mile away. What is? <laughs> all I can see is this.
1: <laughs> That's really good. That's he's brilliant. Trying, it plays up and it opens the door for those types of jokes. Mm. But I mean. He's Chaucilius. Yeah. He is Malekith the Accursed. Hmm. He's all these very nondescript Steppenwolf. He's all these just. Just I a am, hammer. Yeah. <laughs> I am magical, and you should be scared of me. But I'm like the fifth most important thing in this movie. <laughs> yeah. So, and I feel like Mark Strong should be saved for better things. Yeah. You really ruined anybody else being Professor X in the MCU now. I hope you know that. Yeah. I know. I'm be really well annoyed if, if it's not Mark. If, Strong. if it's not Mark Strong. Yeah. Very annoyed about it. Who did that. you put? No, you used. Uh, I use McAvoy, yeah. yeah I called him over. Oh, we've got Dark Phoenix in a few weeks. Oh. So, Sophie Turner can come and ruin
0: something else I like. Yeah, Yay! I don't know what to do! Uh, I anyway. don't know
1: what to do! <laughs> that
0: fucking trailer's so bad. <laughs> Mark's wrong, though. I just. I wish it was better. I, yeah. wish he, I wish he was given more to play with, and I wish his design was more interesting, and I wish. His backstory wasn't so very, very paper thin. But again, it's nothing that ruins the movie. Frankly. No, no. It all ticks
1: along. Um, it's a really nice cameo at the end. <laughs> I, like to like, I like the callbacks to the DC in kind of shooting it, basically from the Graham level of like what the civilians think of all these superheroes flying around them. Um, they played up a lot in the trailers, but his I-need-to-figure-out-what-my-powers-are montage is yeah. the highlight of the movie for me, I think.
0: It's pretty good. I don't know whether it's the highlight for me. I, I genuinely think that was a very satisfying third act, although I did enjoy the trying to discover the powers. There's, there's bits of it that are genius and bits of it that are like, OK, we've seen this in X amount of trailers. He needs to
1: floss, all right? he's a Fortnite reference, etc. But um, no, I, I think overall yeah, we've had a lot of time to go and watch this movie. Yep. But if you were really lying about it, I mean, I still think it's out there. It's finished round here. I'm sure it's uh, playing somewhere.
0: It'll be on Blu-ray in like a month. Fucking...
1: Probably. I'd say it's worth it. I, I've i got it pretty high. Now, admittedly, I've only seen six movies so far this year. <laughs> but I've got it pretty high on my ranking. It's mm. above Captain Marvel. It's namesake, so...
0: The, the irony. <laughs> I know.
1: It's got that going for it, but... Uh, yeah, I... It's, a, it's
0: at least different. I appreciate the different spin. And I think it was something yeah. that I think DC were quite conscious of. Yeah. Their last two films being Man Who Talks to Fish and Child Who Becomes Fully Grown Adore. Yeah. Very, much bigger departure from Superman is Jesus.
1: Opens the door for my I Forgot His
0: Name movie. Oh, oh.
1: my God. Booster Gold. Gold. There
0: yeah. we go. I... I'm not going to lie, we'll talk about it in the spoilers. Mm. There's a bit in that where I thought Darren's boost gold ending would have worked better than the actual ending, but we'll come to that. Yeah,
1: yeah, I get that. Go back and listen to that
0: pitch intents, if you will. Yeah. Um, cool, right. Well, I don't think I have much more to say outside of spoilers. Anybody else in the cast you want to praise before we get to that point? I don't think there is. <laughs> Jimon Honsu plays Shazam, as in the wizard Shazam, and chews all the scenery, all the time. He does. He's. he's um the
1: what's the core pers- of the yeah, pursuer yeah in the MCU did not know that bit of a weird one that one yeah um, I-, I didn't also realise he was in Gladiator what really you are Russell Crowe's friend yeah that's him oh fuck Really? yeah, <laughs> yeah. shit yeah.
0: yeah oh the times have not he's been hard he's acting for a lot longer than I knew he was <laughs> oh no well then there we go cool yes let's continue spoiler alert um a few things <laughs> right
1: so obviously at the end, these like oh, I like the joke. He's like, "Right,
0: grab onto the staff and say my name." I didn't see it coming up until that he was. It showed you the seven seats again. I was yes. like, "We're doing the fucking right. Marvel family, aren't we?" I thought
1: they would save that for a seat. That I thought that was. Definitely I thought you're, a sequel, you're but... gonna you're gonna want to establish Captain Marvel by himself, Shazam by himself, and then do the rest of them yeah but the fact yeah seven deadly sins all the empty chairs the rides mate I really should have
0: clocked on a lot faster than I did I and I, I think this is another reason why the film does feel like a bit a tiny bit bloated because you've got to have the big scene at the end where all the the Marvel family surely there's a name for them right no I think sp- they are called the Marvel family or the Marvelettes Marvel, the Marvelettes <laughs> Um, interesting short, they got Adam Brody in to play the superhero version of Freddy. Yeah. Which is a bit of a weird one. Not yeah. sure. Not sure about that. Well, yeah, my problem is. But yeah, they did Captain Marvel Jr., they did Mary Marvel, and then they just gave three random people Marvel pairs. Like, yeah. It's like. I know you can't go off and do, like, the weird ones. Like, yeah. like essentially, you can't do Crypto the Superdog. No. But, like. I don't think there was a Marvel monkey as well. Yeah. I might be misremembering yeah.
1: this shit. Although there's a tiger. I remember that much. Yeah, there's, there's definitely a tiger anything. involved. Um, I, the, the, the problem... Because I like the joke they did of, like, grab my, grab the staff and say my name and they all go, Billy! <laughs> no, 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 the, the, the name I say when I turn to this guy. Oh, shit <laughs> <laughs> Also, grab my staff. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> the problem it throws up and they skirt around this by making sure she's, like, clothed all the way down to the wrist and all the way down to the knee like a nun. Mm. Darla yeah, is six or seven years old. Something like that. And then they cast her into an adult who's not unattractive, No. Nope. thus creating a bit of a problem. Yeah. It's true of the other ones. They're all minors. Yeah. But particularly Darla, they spent a lot of time showing, like, she's, like, the most seven-year-old, seven-year-old you'll ever they, meet.
0: They didn't even, like, age Mary up that much at all. It was, like, yeah. two years. There was no point. You could have just put uh, her in a costume um, and buffed her up.
1: I'm not going on DeviantArt for a while. Mm. <laughs> or 4chan, for that matter, uh, because no. oh, those cretins are going to have a goddamn field day. Uh. Um, yeah, it, it's there's a lot of moral questions get put up by this movie.
0: Lude lewd the
1: lolly. Don't
0: loot Don't the lolly. No,
1: avoid that business altogether. But they're all really good. Yeah, yeah. it it as much as it, yeah, it does feel a bit bloated, and I feel like they could have saved it for a sequel. Yeah, it does make for a really
0: good final showdown. And you know what? A visually pleasing final showdown. They quite yeah. purposefully put it in a fairground setting, so it feels quite childish. They're all in like quite bright block colours. Yeah. so it's just a really nice film to look at towards the end, and that's something that is only introduced gradually into the colour palette as, yeah. as we go through. <laughs> One of my favourite things, though, is the Santa joke they keep trying to make work. Yeah. I, I really go to turn on this. It's the same Santa every time, just getting fucking marmaladed by brick walls coming like, down. Oh. They really wanted him to swear, but they couldn't do yeah. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs>
1: it would have been great, but no, they held off. Um, yeah, I think, they, they, like I said, the final act... All the colour in the world, great, but now I don't know where they go with that sequel in terms of,
0: well, upping the scale. That 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 post-credit sequence, I might go on record and say it's one of the weirdest and weakest ones.
1: Would that be the Superman cameo or the Aquaman joke? No, the
0: the the post-credit sequence. Which post-credit scene is that? Fucking Mister Mind.
1: Oh my god! I completely forgot about the Mister Mime thing. Yeah, I keep on saying Mister Mime. That's going to happen.
0: This is this is the thing that happened to me. We were watching that. She was like, "What the fuck is that?" I'm like, "Is that a Pokemon?" I was like, "No, that's Mister Mime." She's like, "Mister Mime is a Pokemon." I'm like, "You're learning." No, Mister Mime is ten times more terrifying than this thing. Yeah, it is,
1: <laughs> especially in the new film. Oh, I haven't review, seen re- review coming soon. Uh, t- I forgot I read the Mr. Mind thing. yeah I had to look that up yeah I like, had to look that up oh it's okay he's just a millipede from Venus who knew um, cool <laughs> these are All sentences right. we get to say now yeah see I'd really like the Superman cameo I know it wasn't actually Kenny no. Cavill because they would have shown his face mm. but I just it's like the, it for the reaction of Freddie Freeman like oh my yeah, god the,
0: the last shot the last thing you hear being like a perfectly cut scream just ah! <laughs> and then just ah. come see you next time folks that was good that was really really um, good do you
1: see the post post credit scene? There's another the, one. Well, the one with the Aquaman joke.
0: Oh, hang it's, on,
1: it's 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 really it's really light. So it just um, there's a, it's during the scene, what your powers are, and it's just him like looking like he's trying to uh, whistle at a fish. Mm. Going, <laughs> but he's making no noise he went, well, Aquaman can talk to fish, why can't you? He's <laughs> like, all right, I can't do it, it's useless anyway. So it's it's the, I heard you can talk to fish joke yeah. in another movie. Fair enough. But they were really pounding that home. Mm. Like, oh God, they think it's like the rake joke with Simon <laughs> Bob. If they just keep doing it, it will eventually come back round to be
0: funny again. But there we are. Um, yeah. If, I If Wonder Woman 1984 doesn't have a scene if they're trying to talk to a fish now. Is this what this film is? The uh, the DC Fish Universe? Oh, I mean... It's... Well, apparently they're doing a spin-off of Aquaman. Yeah, about the, the... About the trench. Which, If it's not called the trench. Oh, just... <laughs> DC the trench. Hey, know. kids, what are you learning up to go and see? What am going to see? Yeah, the trench. Changed. No one's going to fucking watch that. That's a horror movie from the
1: 80s and you know it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if there's much more to say, to be fair, man. Well, it's just a perfectly
0: functional movie. Yeah, it's good. It's... It's, it's more fun than Captain Marvel. It is so much more fun than Captain Marvel. It, it I, When we saw Captain Marvel, I was like, you know what? That's a solid effort. That's probably going to stay on the top ten. And a lot of fucking good films have come out since. And there's no way it's staying on. doesn't
1: indeed yourself to does you as much as Shazam does. Yeah. I'm like, for its flaws, and it does have some, like we've just gone over, but... the. The heart's in the right place. The charms in the right place. The comedy hits pretty
0: consistently, I'd say. Not as consistently as like Thor, Ragnarok, or The Guardians. No, films, no, but, but those are high benchmarks for superhero comedy. movies. But in terms of, you know, I think maybe the final fight of that film, yeah, is second only to Wonder Woman suplexes a church in terms of best thing that DCEU has done so far.
1: If you know what, I mean, I'd want to watch this again. I still love to watch watched it, Lee, for a second time. There is do I no point.
0: Good God, no. OK, plug away, Michael. OK, well, you can go and find me on Instagram and Twitter at and add that You can go and find Darren on Instagram and on Twitter at the Gutridge. And you can go and follow the site on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter, as well as go and visit our website under the username Foulent. That's F-O-U-L-E-N-T. You can listen to these podcasts on SoundCloud and also on Spotify and iTunes. And I think that about wraps it up, Darren. It does. Coming
1: up, we have a biopic pitch episode that me and Magda are going to be recording next. Uh, And as I said, in the very near future, we're going to have reviews for Detective Pikachu, John Wick, and a little bit after that, we're going to have Godzilla, King of the Monsters, uh, we've got the X-Men coming, we've potentially got many Black International, but those are the worst trailers in history. So, who knows about
0: that one. Uh, and E3 is not that far away, either. It's not, although no one's turning up, apparently. So yeah, no, but... It's just the Xbox show. Hey. I don't fucking own an Xbox. But we'll be there. I own an Xbox, I keep forgetting. You you (laughs) can actually play the game they're bringing out this year. I can play Cuphead. Oh, it's on the Switch. I have no need for my Xbox. I can play Cuphead. (laughs) Shit, I keep forgetting that. I need to buy that. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.